as I say to the rest of them, whenever you're ready. Okay. Oh my God, I've never done this before. <laughs> this is all staying in, by the way. Oh. Hello and welcome to this week's Diz After Dark. Joining us in the mouse's head this week is Lee Malaby from the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast. Hello. Say hi. Hello, Say Greg. Hi. Oh, <laughs> like two girls. I can see how this is going to go. Right now, everyone, this isn't a conventional show. At the moment, it's just me and Lee. Uh, Nick might be joining us. He's just got to pay the bail. Apparently, he's been molesting dogs. You can't say that. Well, allegedly molesting dogs until it gets to court. Okay. So basically, um, I've brought Lee on. We're going to have a little talk about Universal because of my coming out parade with Stuart in a couple of weeks, <laughs> and we're going to talk about... Craig, everyone knows you've already come out. Yeah, uh, and a little bit of chat about Halloween Horror Nights as well. Even though neither of us have been yet. Neither of us have been, but I've listened today, twice, to the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast, Dead Man's Digest, Halloween Horror Nights. 25 review. Does that make me bad then? Because I haven't listened to it once. Well, I, I know what you're like. You like to stay in the dark. You don't. I bet you that's for spoiler reasons. Absolutely. Well, there you go. And I put I that show together still, so I, how I've managed to not listen to it, I'm doing quite it, well. You did put it together in the wrong order. No, I didn't. I put it in alphabetical order. No, well, yeah, okay, but you'll understand when you listen to it. Um, so... If you want to contact the show, we're just going all over the show here. Um, it's podcast at is after dark, apparently dot com. Apparently, I've got to show me bum in the Facebook group. What? I've got to show me bum in the Facebook group because we've had several emails. Because apparently, we actually have got listeners. Well, I'm one. Well, have you emailed the show? Because I said in the last show, if you if you uh, send us an email, I'll show me hoop. In the Facebook group. Yeah, but I don't want to see that. It's not going to be knotted balloon or rusty bullet hole. It's just going to be like topically, which is tasteful. I don't even know. want to see that. So, well, it's just going to be like me, me jeans cut off. Like me, I'm going to wear some hot pants. I think. Yeah, I really don't want to see that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, how can he contact you, Lee? Where Where can we find you? You mean me specifically little... on my podcast? Your podcast and your little round head. Well, you can find me currently in my bedroom, ban- oh. banished out of the out of the living room. No, you can find us on iTunes as you would. Pretty much everywhere you can find Diz After Dark, you can find us. Oh, did you hear my wife sneezing then? <laughs> my, my wife? She's behind the bar though, isn't she? Yes, she's uh, a buxom blonde with a cleavage to die for and all the punters are giving her lots of tips. So, yep, iTunes, Craig said, uuopodcast.libsyn.com. Uh, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash uuopodcast. We're on Instagram, Pinterest, all of the usual places. Yeah, We do have okay. a website, but we generally don't put as much on there as we probably should do. Is that your blog um, thing? Uh, if you go to uuopodcast.com, it does actually direct you there, but it's not. It's uuopodcast.blogspot.co.uk for its official title, but... Yeah, I've put that in the show notes for you. Because that's our role. I like that. I've got a heart of gold. Uh, right, so basically, Mr. Malaby. This is weird, by the way. 
it's nice though, isn't it? We're sort of like having a sensible conversation where normally we're talking about eating dogs' eyeballs and <sighs> oh, Nick Branch is on. Apparently, he's paid his bail. <sighs> oh, it's Boniface. Hello, Boniface. How are you? <sighs> I shouldn't do that. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> Let's all sigh together. <sighs> Absolutely. You going to bring Nicholas in, or do I have to do it? I, I don't think I've got him. Hold on. I don't know how to bring Paul someone in. Oh, yeah, add person. Oh, yeah, I've got him. Let me see if it'll let me add him in. No, he hasn't. Uh, he hasn't. He hasn't added me as a friend, so I can't. He's not my friend. Nicholas, are you on? You've got to, It's ringing him. You've got to let him answer. Oh, have I? Oh, I don't know how to do it. This isn't getting edited either. This is going to be awesome. It says connecting. This is like real life podcast drama. <laughs> I tell you what, Lindsay's young, isn't she? In that picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, chilling like Bob Dylan. I think he's in. No, it's dropped. Oh, oh it's back on. Nicholas, are you there? I am indeed. Hi, <laughs> Nicholas. This is weird. Why is it weird? Because <sighs> we've, we've just been talking about like eating frogs' eyes and just, uh, G- Jesus I, walked with dinosaurs. Commenting in your turned up. in your profile picture how young Lindsay looks in that picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's aged. I mean, she's she's forty six now. So. <laughs> right, so let's get to it. What's everyone drinking? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm drinking an. Oh, I think mixing the pool. I'm drinking a nice Yorkshire tea. <laughs> Yorkshire brew. I'm not actually drinking anything, so <sighs> I've let the side down. Just pretend. No, well, I'm not. I'm not drinking alcohol. Craig's doing the same as me. I, I was actually that noise there wasn't me getting in the pool. It's getting me uh, getting into the cupboard to get my can of Pepsi, oh, Pepsi Max Cherry Max. There you go. Yeah. Good yeah. Life. Nothing if not predictable, Nick. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like to let my side down. <laughs> I don't like to let my side down. This is, as we've said, Nick. This is a very impromptu show. There's no editing going on. As Normally you can tell. Off, off. Our show is really <laughs> tight normally. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Disney Brit kind of. Uh, yeah, there's a uh, mouse cast. Yeah, it's been into its life. No, it cast. There's after dark still about. Universal Lando podcast, of course, as well. Hated <clears throat> done a duck strum bum that one. It really is. Right, so basically, as you know, everyone, because I've been bleating on about it for weeks now. <laughs> We're ten I'm, minutes in and we haven't even got to it yet. I'm going <laughs> to you Universal. <laughs> With my life partner Stuart, <laughs> I'm disappointed. Yeah. No, I thought it was me. Show, your your wife as well. My wife. Yes. When you go out there, soon to be my wife. My wife. Because um, yeah, Craig is. Are you going to be dressed as the groom or the bride? You gonna, what is he going to have? I'm the giver. I'm not the taker. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know, yes. other sexual stereotypes are available. Yes, and we do reference them fondly, <laughs> but um. Yeah, so Craig's definitely going to go for the groomies then. Okay, and Stuart, that means that he'll have to wear the, the bridal ears. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, like God. it, like it. I'll be walking like a man. He'll be walking like John Wayne. <sighs> Who's also a man? After the wedding night. What is going on? <laughs> right, so basically, anyway, Lee, we brought you on <laughs> <laughs> just to talk about Universal. Now, Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. How northern's that? Ooh, are you sure? Have you took Whippet out for poo? Uh, no, I'm not from Yorkshire. 
Same yeah, place. you're the one drinking Yorkshire tea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yorkshire tea. So, Lee. Craig. We're, get, we're getting to the park on the Saturday morning for rope drop. Now, we are staying in the brand new one, Cabana Bay, is it? It depends how brand new you're talking about and when you're going. Are you actually talking about you and Stuart here? Yes. Why are you staying at Cabana Bay then? I don't know. Where's that? Well, it's the one that doesn't have Express Pass. Yes, because we've paid for Express Pass. Fair enough. That was the, We've got five nights in the Cabana Bay. So we because we're only staying at Universal, uh, you going to Universal for two days, we bought front of the line passes for the two days. Are they unlimited ones? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, I think it's just one go each. Out of curiosity, yeah. Craig, how much does it cost you to book that hotel room at Cabana Bay? <sighs> Off the top of my head, I'm making it up. I could probably get up <laughs> <laughs> 20 Some quid. No, it's about 500 quid. What? All right, yeah, for five days. Yeah. Um, paperwork is here, yeah, hold on. I'm forgetting you're staying there for five days. This is hot off the press, this. Or not. Or not. Cabana Bay, oh no, two park, unlimited. Oh no, we've got unlimited express. How much were they? 660. So that's two of you staying in Cabana Bay for five nights with two days of unlimited express. Yeah. It doesn't sound that's too correct. bad. Uh, no, that's just for the park tickets. Six hundred. Six hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. And that. So how many days in the park does that give you? Two days. Two two days in the park and two days express. Yes. Jesus. Booking dot com confirmation. It's better than Disney's new annual pass that's a thousand dollars to get you in the two Disney California ones. Oh, we are. Hey, well, yeah, but hang on, like, I've been reading up on that a little bit. Not five really nights. Five He's just ignoring you, Nick. Five hundred and forty-three dollars. <laughs> five hundred and forty-three dollars. Uh, no, now, boys. <sighs> Bonnie face. Calm gone. down. Calm down. Sorry, Bonnie Paul. Bonnie face has gone old camp. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <sighs> <sighs> Absolutely. Yeah, so for basically we've got five days in the cabana, $550. Two-day unlimited express park hopper things for $660 on top of that. So you're talking about $1,100. Hang on, is that express, that 660 where the hell are we going? That 660 is just for your express, or is that your park tickets as well? Park tickets as well. Right. For two days. Yeah, so five day five day park, two day express, yeah? No, no. two day park, two day express. Yes. Five days at the cabana. See that seems expensive. Three hundred and thirty dollars a day. Essentially. But each, that's, that's, that's for two of them. That's for two. Yeah. It's only hundred and fifty dollars each. Which yeah, is not... I mean, what's a day pass? About $90, $99 now, $100? What is it? I'm not sure how much it is at Universal. Do you know, I've never, ever bought a one-day ticket. No, it used to be it used to be about $90 with Express. It used to be the last time I went, and that was about five years ago. This this so spending... Know, that's more than that now. This spending only two days at the park thing, I'm not, I, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, we're, do- we're doing a, diff- a totally non-park day, and we're obviously doing the four parks one day. So you've got a day of landing and a day of going home as well in that. So yeah, that's about all there is at Disney to do is one day's worth. 
<laughs> well, that's a whole well, other show. No, as Nick's gone quiet. <laughs> right. So what would like? So we can get in into the park early, although it's only, I believe, Islands of Adventure, Hogwarts. Yeah. We finished. We finished with the summer season for Diagon Alley. Yeah. So you've got to get to Diagon Alley basically as quick as you can, haven't you? Well, no. If I was going for two days like you are, I would lit- rather than because we normally treat both because they're so close together. We normally treat both those parks as one because you can get from one to the other in at a decent pace, five minutes. Especially like if you go through the if you're going from one to the other, there's that kind of back entrance into Universal Studios that not a lot of people seem to know about. I do like a back door entrance. I'm sure you do, Craig. Yes. Um, so I would, I think you'd be best off treating those as uh, the only thing you're going to miss out on the Hogwarts Express, aren't you? Yeah. Try and treat them like two separate parks. So do one one yeah. day and one the other. Somehow you've got to figure in, at least even if you get the Hogwarts Express one way. Are they park hopper tickets you've got then? Yes. So maybe even if you just get the Hogwarts Express there and back, just to say you've been on it. But uh, you well, know, you... me. me... My plan, what I was thinking, was on, on day one was to get to Gringotts, do it, forego the early admission, get to Gringotts, do it, get over to, get the train over to Hogwarts, do it, get the train back to Gringotts, and then hit Universal. Mm. And then on the other day, do the early admission into Hogwarts, do it, get the train over to Gringotts, do it, back again. And then hit Islands of Adventure. No. But once once each park is done, potentially plough on and try and do the the top rides of each park. I mean, I can't believe what they've done with the Hulk. Well, that's <laughs> it. You've you've got a lot to consider at going over this time from from when you went before because you've got you've got the Hulks closed in Islands of Adventure, so you've got all those crowds that are normally on the Hulk and now dispersed throughout the park. You've got disasters closed now, so that you've got. That's one, and that's quite a long attraction that people who would be queuing and going through that are now elsewhere in the park. So I think you'll probably find the queues elsewhere will be bigger than they would normally be because of that. They're both of them are people eaters. The Hulk isn't so much, but uh, disasters. I've heard there's even been a five-minute wait for Twister. Well, that's shutting soon anyway, so it doesn't matter. So we've got to do Twister then, haven't we? And you need to do the booth tour as well. The which what? The booth tour. You need to go to the front of that attraction and go to a team member and ask if you could do the booth tour. Oh, tell us more, Lee. This is a yeah. Li- listen, listeners. This is a little inside the secret that Lee Malaby's telling us. Come on. Well, we've actually got a show coming out when we're in Orlando. We've already pre-recorded it for while we're away, and it's hidden things in the parks that people that aren't necessarily like hidden things, but aren't advertised. And one of them is the booth tour at Twister. Now, I know Darren's done it. They will actually take you up into the control booth at Twister so you can see how the attraction works. Wow. Um, And apparently, if you get up there at the right time and you get to see the whole thing reset, it's actually really, really clever. This is my thing. That's why I love Twister. The, The technology that has gone into that ride is phenomenal. I'll give you another one as well then, just as a little hint to Craig. You need to go to Men in Black and ask a team member there if you can take you in the immigration room. <gasps> I've I've been when I've gone to America the last couple of times I've been taken to the immigration. <coughs> it wasn't as much fun as I imagined the Men in Black one. Will be. Are you both aware of the Men in Black queue? 
Yes. So you know when you come out of the long clock corridor, you come out and you go like catwalks round the outside of the big room that's got the big TV screen in it and the little yeah. the alien thing. You can go down in that room downstairs. Wow. Because we've done I've... we did it last time we were there. Didn't you leave your signatures there? Oh yeah, you can get we spent about fifteen or twenty minutes down there. I'm hoping that um it seems to be one of the areas that's being used for the RIP tour. Um sort of private area for Halloween Horror Nights this year, so I may get to go in there again in a different time this year. How much did that RIP tour, I know it's probably too late for people booking now, but how much has that set you back? Uh, I think it was it was just under $1,500 for 10 of us. Wow. That not bad, doesn't not include so your park tickets. You still have to have your Halloween Horror Nights tickets on top of that. So yeah, but so but it's a once in a lifetime, isn't it? It is. That gets you. You've got like a private area, which again sounds like it's going to be in the immigration room in Men in Black. So you get um, there's like a cash bar and there's little snacks and drinks and stuff. You get your own private tour guide that will give you immediate access to every house multiple times. Like not express lines. We're talking walk yeah. to the front of the line straight in priority which... seating for the shows for all the rides and stuff as well. Because uh, we're going with the kids, I think, it, and and only doing two nights, and with it being the twenty fifth this year, it was just it was it was stupid not to. Yeah, we did consider this, but it was just a little bit too much. Really, it was only I think the the non private ones are only like a hundred and nine each, which is what yeah. like seventy quid. The, I mean, we've got front of the line passes for Halloween Horror Nights. That cost Express. us four hundred dollars just for them. Now, the, maybe on the night or when we go to we'll call to get our tickets maybe we can upscale them to what See if there's, to what you've just said there mm, i don't know whether you could do that because they'll have all you, those those two was booked up in advance yeah, yeah but it's worth asking the question yeah and it's only two of us you know so potentially we'll, we'll ask Craig, that's a lot there's your height there's almost three of you <laughs> well Stuart, six for four as well well, there you go. So there's four of us, and only Just two. Just think, days. if I if I hang up out with you and Stuart, it could, we could reenact two and a half men. Yeah. Oh, the Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> or the Hobbit. Yeah. I can be Dan Dolph. He can be, Dolph. He can be uh, Saruman. Yeah. I do like uh, some Saruman actually. <laughs> I'm missing something that, there. That's the fish, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, so Lee, going back to what you said when I made my uh, my half-hearted attempt at a joke about Twister. So what? So what's happening to Twister then? Uh, well, we've the the big rumor is that once Halloween Horror Nights finished, it will be gone because they've already gutted the store at the side of it. Um, it's now uh, Halloween Horror Nights store for this year. Where can we buy our shitty plastic cows then? At your local farm. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah, all of that stuff's gone. Well. I know um, about three or four weeks before the opening night of Halloween Horror Nights, they were selling everything off cheap, and then they gutted it, and it's... I mean, I'm desperate to get in that shop because they've got loads of props from Halloween Horror Nights over the past 25 years as well, so it's kind of like um, a shop museum type thing. So that was like the big sort of... Oh, oh. Shazam. And then, yeah, Shazam. I like that, actually. Um, or the Musa. And then, like the rumor is that once Horror Nights yeah. finishes, it's gone. The big rumor is that it's going to be some sort of soaring type attraction along the lines of a guided tour of New York with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, 
Oh, you can shoot up oh, down here. Oh. It was, it was t- someone was telling me about that recently. I think it was me. Ah, <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Oh, Nick's yeah. just proved he doesn't listen That's to our show. <laughs> well, I can't like every And, uh, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. I don't... I don't uh... See, I like Jimmy Fallon, but I'm not I quite like, sure how that'll work. Well, I do. I, I like him. But if, how do we see Jimmy he's... Fallon in our oh. normal lives? What's he on in in the UK? Uh, on YouTube. Oh, he's not. He, yeah, he's um he's the new Jay Leno. I mean, he's not the new Jay Leno because Jay Leno is an arsehole. But he's he hosts the Late Show. What does the little fat fella of Doctor Who host? What? The little fat fella, Gavin and Stacey. It's on Doctor Who. Um, he hosts the one after that. That's an even naughty talk. They have. Yeah, pretty much, right. So this is an education to the uninitiated. You have late night talk shows and then you have late, late night. So late Uh, night is 11.30 and that is Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel um, and Colbert, who just took over from Letterman. And then you have your late, late shows, which is where you find James Corden. uh, And that's at 12.30. That's crazy. And the good thing about... Good thing about the twelve thirty show is that because it's on that much later, they tend to get away with more. So it's a good it's a good like, learning ground. That's where Jimmy Fallon started after Saturday Night Live. Does he do the um, to the main show? Does he do the shuffle truffle off um, Goonies? That's truffle shuffle, Sid. If you're going to get it right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he didn't play chunk, so no, he doesn't do the truffle shuffle. He could do it. He could he if he wanted. And yet, if you see Chunk now from the Goonies... He's an ugly bugger. He's a right skinny mini. Yeah, but he's a right skinny mini. If you say so. Are you thinking of Sloth? So, come on, give us a quick overview of the Halloween Horror Nights and what we can expect. And in what yes. order, where, where do we start? I don't know, I haven't been. Come on. You've already, we've a... already proved on this show that the, the Halloween Horror Nights review that we just put out today, I have completely avoided because I don't want to, want to know anything before I go. Well, from what <laughs> I heard, it's got to be the 25-year house is the one to go to. The problem with that is it's right at the front of the park, so it's the ah. first house that everybody's going to hit walking in. So I think <laughs> you've got to you've got to do Stay and Scream, which yeah. gives you well, a sort of 20-minute head start, at least 20 minutes head start of everyone else. I mean, I'm actually going to sit down with Darren before we go and, and get a real game plan for when we well, do I it. I think we've got Stay and Scream because we've got... If you've got park tickets, you've got Horror Nights tickets, you can stay in the park at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. We did it. We sat in the Irish bar last time. Yeah, Finnegan. So the idea is, I know I'll, um, Darren and Gregory recorded a show a few weeks back talking about, it was quite interesting because a lot of... Darren, Darren's an advocate for you do not go to Horror Nights without Express Pass. If you do, yeah. you're an idiot. And yeah. then Gregory's like, I think if you go with a decent plan, you don't need it. And they had quite an interesting discussion on it. But one of the things was that they talked about was doing Stay and Scream and starting at the back of the park yeah. and then working your way forward. Because then everything at sense. the back yeah. is going to be fairly quiet. You're only going to have the people who are in for Stay and Scream. And then all the front houses are going to be packed because everyone's going to hit them as they come in because people are idiots. They don't do any research. They come in and they go, oh, we'll go to that one, that one. And then so by the time you get to the front... The, the the lines for those houses should be considerably less than they are at say an hour an hour and a half after the event starts. 
And if we've got a, this one-off express pass, if we can get to the back of the park and hit a couple of them without using our express pass, yeah, then we've we've got a, another go, haven't we? The chances to do at least three or four of them twice. Yeah, potentially, yeah. I think that's got to be now, the way forward. Well, what are you what looking are, forward to just, the mostly? Just... Hang on, go on, Nick. I'll play a bloody horse child. No, no, go on, no, Nick. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, answer, you, can, uh, you can answer those questions. Well, we haven't even told everyone what houses there are first. Apparently, I got them in the wrong well, order when I put the show together. <laughs> there you go, then. Exactly that. Right, so you've got, in alphabetical order, because that's the way I'm going to go by, there's uh, Asylum in Wonderland 3D, which is a sort of uh, dark Alice in Wonderland type house, from what I'm aware of. Yes. American Werewolf in London. Ooh, again. Which, from what I've heard, is virtually the same as it was, but they've they put more work into the puppets this time round. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, Body Collector's Recollections, or Recollections, I'm still not quite sure how you pronounce that one, which is a throwback to a house from a few years ago. Um, Freddy versus Jason. Is that a boxing match? No. Or... <laughs> There's no, there is a glove involved, but it's not a boxing glove. Okay. Um, Jack presents 25 Years of Monsters and Mayhem. That's the real throwback house for this year. So Jack the Clown is the icon. It's basically it's a it's a, a greatest hits of Halloween Horror Nights houses from year one. For, yeah, it's a bit of his life story, is it as well? I don't maybe? know that much. Okay, I've said too much. <laughs> Bollocks. <laughs> um, insidious. Oh, can't wait for that one. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Um, I'm trying to remember now. Run, Blood, Sweat and Fears, which is a throwback to our house, I think, from about four or five years ago. That's Basically, it's the running man. So, for clarification, do I have to run? Uh, not as far as I'm aware. They're never going to do a house at Halloween Horror Nights where you have to run. Okay. You might feel like running sometimes, but... Well, we did Farmageddon last night in Ormsgate. They had three houses... Uh, and we were we we were VIP, so we were led to the front. We got to go in each house twice. Uh, they were meat locker, something else, and something else. Contagion was one of them because for some reason you sent me contagion. audio of them. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> and they were good. They were very good. But scared, and we were we got to go through at the end, and they were empty. The whole place had emptied out, so the scare actors were really in our faces, intimidating the girls. They, they, they knew the girls' names because we'd shouted them. So they were like, Dad, <laughs> come on, Carla, come on, Kerry, man. Like chasing them. It was brilliant. Weirdos. Um, but they, You're never going to get that did, at Horror Nights, though. No, but they did zombie paintball, which was shit. <laughs> <laughs> you go on the back of a tractor and you fire paintball, at these bell ends in a field, pretending to be zombies. Um, well, no, because the best zombies are, are for the eighth for the eight of us. They ripped us off to the tune of hundred and twenty quid, and that was supposed to be two hundred balls each, which was bollocks. We got forty pound back when we complained, but the rest of it was fantastic. There you go. Carry on, Lee. <laughs> uh, the Purge. We got to run. 
Yeah, page. Brun Bloods went through the, the purge. Page. Now, the problem, as far as I'm aware with the purge, is that was supposed to be a scream house based on the TV series, and it was... I believe so, yeah. It was that far in development when it all fell through that it's quite obvious that it was going to be scream. How can it fall through? Well, they just pulled the license. How? How can they be so far down, spending mm. money developing it, and then they don't get the license? Mm. What's happened? The TV series well, wasn't that's, as that's good as it should have been. Gonna... I have no idea. I honestly, that's something I do not know. It's been renewed for a second season. It can't be that bad. But it was okay, that but it wasn't something that Lee's going to cover. Are we? Yeah, I could probably find out. Um, and then exactly. there you go, content for your next show. <laughs> the Walking Dead, the Living and the Dead, which yeah. I'm excited because I've not seen a Walking Dead maze. Everyone else is just like the Walking Dead again, seriously. Yeah, well, as long as you don't play the Walking Dead theme tune on a loop, which like they did two years ago, which was just horrific. And then you... the zom- I thought the zombies were brilliant myself. Yeah, like you say, I haven't. I know Darren, Darren, who was on the show with us, is very, very disappointed that they're bringing it back again. Yeah, that comes across in his review. Yeah, I heard mm. the end of that, so I know what he said about it. But then your scare zones, you've got Psycho Scarabee Unleashed, which is a it's a mashup of two, like the Shady Brook Asylum, which is a lot of Jack's background, um, and something else. <laughs> I'm not doing myself any favors here, am I? Um, and then there's Icon Alley, um, in Hollywood, which is got it's got all the icons from Halloween Horror Nights past and present. So you've got. Jack, the caretaker, the storyteller, the director, and the usher, and a few more apparently. But again, I haven't. I've tried to stay clear of as much as I can. Uh, the scary tales, which I know is a throwback to something they've done previously as well, but that's uh, steampunk style, so they've called it scary tales, scream punk. Uh-huh. But they were patting themselves on the back when they came up with that name. Yeah, genius. Um, Evil's Roots, which I do believe was based on. Um, maze they did about two or three years ago called Grown Evil. It's all sort of weird trees and stuff. And then the uh, probably the scare zone I'm most looking forward to is All Night Die in double feature, which they have said that depending on when you go through it, um, at any point in the night, maybe black and white monsters or modern day monsters. Oh, that's a good twist. So, like the black and white movies. Yeah, like your Frankenstein and Dracula and that, and then you'll go into more. I, I have heard that Chucky's apparently part of it. Oh. I'm not sure how they do that. Are you allowed to employ child actors? Just little people, I suppose. He's a bit smaller than a little person, though, isn't he? Well, yeah. But in answer to your question earlier, Craig, the one I'm most looking forward to is actually probably Run or Insidious. Run? Yeah. Why? I, I don't know. I just I think it's it's possibly got something to do with the fact that it wasn't that long ago we watched The Running Man with the kids. And I think take the cheesy 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger film out of it, I think as a, as a Horror Nights maze could be stunning. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that then before I go. And it's got quite a bit of backstory run because it's actually Jack's brother who runs it, pardon the pun. What does he do for a living? Is he like a he's just like a psychopath. But oh, he nice. was he was supposed to be the icon the year that nine eleven happened, and because of that, they pulled it all completely because they really torn back 
um, Halloween Horror Nights that year. So I don't actually think he's seen the light of day, and this is the first year that they've really sort of pushed him as part of it. Couldn't Jack get his own film? Or comic? A comic book? I don't know. Or a comic book? Where do you come from? Book. It's book. Yeah, it's book for where I come from. No, it's book. Yeah, in the same way that we have bookings.com, not bookings.com. But each their own. I hate that yeah. advert. It's disgusting. Casual <laughs> racism. Yeah, it's fine. Um... Yeah, it's a shame you're not going to be there together, actually. No, it's it's a great deal that we're not going to be there together. Oh, it's a bonus. It's a Brucey bonus. You'd just be whinging all the way round, old me and. I wouldn't. You wouldn't get near us. Just be like, I yeah. am not hanging round with that Lucas. And I'd just be walking around, patting him on his head. That's true. Like, like Benny Hill style. Nick, you have no idea the voice messages that I get off Craig. <laughs> I actually listened to one today. Yes, I, I know, and you sent me it again for some reason. Oh, just in case. I was crying. I was I, can't. <laughs> I was literally crying. Shall I play a little bit for you, Nick, as a laugh? Would you like to hear it? Is it suitable for, for broadcasting, or there's, should we do this off air? There's one bit that isn't, but some of it is. Let me just talk amongst yourselves while I find it. I need to find there's a specific bit. Yeah, About, about Tracy. <laughs> We can't have dead air on our podcast. That would be unprofessional, Nick. Absolutely. Miss Quinn, well, I don't know. I've never had but I've never been to the like I don't I don't even know where to begin. I mean, to be fair, I have had a similar message. But I think the last time I got one of those was... oh, Someone's just killed themselves. Um, three, four years ago. Um, so I, obviously that's what I'm missing out on, or not, as the case may be. Craig used to send me lots of lots of messages impersonating famous Disney podcasters. Oh, I did, yeah. That's understandable. Oh, actually, they're probably more like Z-list celebrity Disney podcasters, but we won't go into that. Oh, genius. I'll tell you off air, Nick, who we were talking about. <laughs> It's a good, it's a good guessing game, but we won't broadcast it. No, so, right. Um, Go on, Nick. So, I mean, we're doing. Obviously, you're there for two days. So, it, compared to your four parts in one day thing, you do have a little bit of time now. Some people wouldn't, if it wasn't busy, then you could do Universal and Islands Adventure quite comfortably in two days. So it doesn't sound as much of a challenge as trying to do four parts in one day, but at the same time. What are your must-dos and the things that you can, you know, do without if if time doesn't permit you to? Can I um, can I add an addendum to that, Nick? Yeah, go to it. See, I think one of the biggest things at Universal now, with with all the restaurants they've been adding in, especially in City Walk, I think that that throws a, a certain different thing into the mix. That not as much as what attractions you want to do. I think trying to pin down the places you want to eat in two days is a bigger challenge. Yeah, that's a massive challenge there. That is also true. So, well, let, go on. Somebody said throw that in the mix. 
Yeah, well, definitely. There's certain things I haven't done since 2001, and that is Terminator Well, that's between you and your wife. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, standing up in an alley. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) Terminator 2, 3D, Mm -hmm. because no matter what time of day we go round there, they're either broke or we've just missed a show, and they're very sparse, the shows. It's like every couple of hours, I think. See, I but, still, I still hold to the fact that I think T two three D is the best three D attraction in Orlando, and that's why we need to make an effort to see it this year, because I think with the way Terminator's just flopped as well, that could potentially be on thin ice in the future. Maybe it's funny there was a lot of rumours about it going a couple of years ago, but we haven't heard anything for ages now. Well, Holly, the Hollywood one's gone, isn't it? Yeah, has it? Yeah, didn't yeah, wasn't so, yeah. didn't that go for Transformers? Is that right? No. Think so, yeah. Now the other thing I want to do is the horror makeup show because again I haven't seen that since two thousand and one, and I, I believe it's I believe it's identical, but I yeah. literally can't remember it. Well, here's a here's a tip for you: you need to find out when Mike Aiello's wife does it because apparently it's so much better when Summer does it. Right. So give us a shout, and I'll let you know when she's on. Okay, um, and then obviously you've got to try and do Transformers as many times as you can. Uh, and then the ones that I can't really be bothered about in Universal is The Simpsons. What? Yeah, The Simpsons. Really? I, I come off The Simpsons green. Do you know, it's funny how many people we get say that, and there isn't an, a, the only thing that would potentially make me ill in either of those parks is Stormforce Accelotron. But none of the simulators ever make me ill. And I've, I suffer from mild motion sickness. Well, I'm... Um, you know my job, I'm a train driver. On a tilting train, it doesn't bother me. But go on that ride, I literally come off it green. Um, and the rip ride, Rocky. What? I can t- no. I can take or leave it. No. And when you're going up that lift hill, your life flashes before you. Oh, I... All I, I have visions of getting cut out of it with... The fire brigade helicopter lifting me down to save me. Nick, have you ever See, been on is... it? No, because when we last, when we went, it was the the year after it opened, and when I, and obviously the year after it opened, it opened and closed about twenty seven times. Yeah, it had the wrong nuts on it or something. No, something the lift like hill's that. actually in the wrong place. The lift hill is horrific. It was it was it's installed in the wrong place. Where where well, should it have been installed? In I the car don't park? know, but it's not where it should be. <laughs> Ask me after we've got off, and I'll tell you something about that attraction to make sure you never ride it again. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I've never ridden it the first time. But, yeah, I mean, that's – although although we couldn't go on it anyway, like, I think it was open for about a day while we were there as, like, a soft reopening around Halloween Horror Nights. Um, but, yeah, the lift hill, the ride itself doesn't look like it would bother me that much, but the lift hill does look horrendous. The lift hill's the best bit of it. Oh really? See, I'm yeah, I'm the right. only one on our show that likes that that attraction. Now, about halfway round, I'd like to put my hand up and say, "Please take me off now." I love it. <laughs> I just get tired of it very, very quickly. I would go as far as to say, it's the best coaster in those two parks. Well, we don't know what the Hulk's going to throw up, do I'm we? I'm talking about as of now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it <laughs> is. Yeah, you're right. Well, all right, even if the Hulk <laughs> was still up, then. 
six months ago it was the best the best when we went in 2013 and i rode everything i said that's the best coaster in these two parks mm, i don't know the hulk is regularly voted the best in the in the orlando area um yeah what's, what's happening with that as well because I, I saw the pictures the other day of them basically smashing it all up hulk smash <laughs> indeed why are they not like selling out as souvenirs well, I, a bit of green, shitty metal. Yeah. Those cars are like sell the, 15 years can, old. Yeah, but if they can sell the Berlin Wall... <laughs> I think that's a little bit more that. historic, Nick. Do you really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've even for someone really. even someone like me, I'd say that, yeah, I think it is. So if you had the option, $10 buys you a piece of the Berlin Wall or a piece of the Hulk, the original Hulk coaster... I'm English. Yeah. That answers itself. <laughs> so, okay, in Islands of Adventure, right, we must do a Spider-Man. Yep. It's basically the best ride in, in Orlando, no. as far as I'm concerned. No. Anyway, What's that's better then? What's better then? Forbidden oh. Journey. Right? Um, that ride's going to be heaving because mm-hmm. anybody walking into Marvel Superhero Island is going to go, oh, the Hulk's shut and go straight there. That ride yeah. will be they're shocker. Gonna, they're going to walk past Storm's yeah. accelerator and that's, that's hidden. fearful. That's hidden at the back for a reason. Right. <laughs> My wife loves those type of attractions. I don't because they make, make me ill and she's only ridden it twice in five visits. Oh, that I hate it. fearful is the shittiest. Oh, no. See, I, I, that's a good ride. It's just not long enough and it takes too long to get on. Health and safety. Me and Stuart, my lover... We're on there two years ago, and there was a fella sitting next to us. Because you go on in threes, don't you, or four? Three, I think. Four, I think. Is it four? Three. It's a while since I've been on it. I'll have to have a look. And and on the tannoy, they're saying, please put your phone away. Please put your phone away. And he wouldn't put his phone away. And as we're going up, please put your phone away. He wouldn't put his So they cancelled the ride. They aborted it. And the, the reset of the ride took so long, they had to shut the ride. <laughs> so we just walked off. We were stuck on the ride for about 20 minutes, and away they, we went. Tim Falls. They should just let, let him they, you know, put your phone away, put your phone away. They should let the ride put his phone away. Yeah, but the problem is then, Nick, that's why Dueling Dragons doesn't duel anymore. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they, I, I talking of Dueling Dragons, there's me meh. That's the one that I, I can't really be bothered about. This... There's all the blood burst out your feet. Oh, see, there's still two really good coasters. Unfortunately, as it stands now, that they're not dueling. It they just they're, that's all they are. They're just two good coasters. Whereas before, it was uh, that was probably the best coaster. You see, if if you go through Islands of Adventure in its current state as two grown men in their early to mid forties, right, you're going to miss Zeus Landon. Uh, why? Oh, because I'm too gross. We're not two paedophiles. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Grooming kids. That's debatable, but anyway. So, you're going on the Hogwarts Express. No, yeah. You're going on the Poseidon's Castle. Well, that's another one, a hidden gem. I've, I haven't been on Poseidon's mm. Fury I since love Poseidon's Fury. We've got to go and see Aladdin. No, you mean Sinbad? Sinbad. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't if I was you. Well, I've, been, uh, I've heard your review and you said it was all right. 
Darren and Nina went to see the new one and said it was fairly poor, and everyone I've spoke to said it's crap. Okay, we'll miss that one. So, right. Unless you want to sit down. In that park now, with my fingers out, you've got Spider-Man, Hogwarts Castle, the two Jewel and Dragon coasters, the Jurassic Park, then you've got your two water rides, eight rides. You want to start doing that, do you, on a Disney podcast? You want to start no, talking no, about no. how many rides there is in a park? I, I fully under, I, I agree with you, but I'm talking about two grown men. We, we can miss out a large portion of that park, whereas at Universal, you would literally do everything, even E.T. Oh, yeah. Do you know see, what I'm, I'm saying? A different, see, I would go, it doesn't bother me, I would go on everything. I just can't see two men going round on that train. Why? But Craig, you love that. You love that ride. Yeah. Don't you? You do. You always send you go on it every time you go when you go with Kerry and the kids. Yeah, it's because I'm with my kids. Yeah, but you I still love it. love it. Yeah, you do love it. So just because take of... that just because he doesn't want to go on it, just go on your own. You go on you go on cat in the hat. I'm going on this. Yeah. Just a grown man on my own. Just yeah, why not? I could borrow someone's kid, couldn't I? People don't aren't gonna look at you like that. <laughs> You're not in England where oh look at that. Look at him up there. Oi, Robert. It's not like that. In a theme park, that's what you're meant to be doing. Well I'm sucking on a big toffee apple. I thought you were gonna say something else there. Nick, you're surprisingly quiet tonight, by the way. Normally we can't shut you up. He's not even there now, is he? Where's he gone? <laughs> he was fidgeting. Oh, such a, this is such an amateurish. Is he? Uh, this isn't getting this. caught up. Caught, this isn't getting. No, I'm, I'm still. I'm still here. <laughs> I was actually listening. So. <laughs> he just wanted to I see what Craig was going to say about him. Yeah, I couldn't turn myself off mute. Nick, <laughs> is, it's like the shining. <laughs> I'm going to is watch that, you, and then I'm going to kill you. Is that one of the houses? I don't know what he's talking about. Um, I th- th- like the shining. Could be one of the houses. Um, no, but that was ru- it's yeah, been rumoured for a few years. Is, it doesn't surprise me. It makes sense. It probably make a good good house actually. But um, no, I've got, I, I don't. I don't understand your apprehension about going to Zeus Landing or Cat's Hat without uh, without a child. Craig, would it be different if you went with just your wife? First time that we will. Just my wife. If you went with, are you having a wee? Wait, be? Oh my god! And you're talking about this being amateurish, and you're on the toilet. Seriously, he's going. He's going for a tom tit. No, I don't want to. You can either wee, don't you? Are you having a wee? Amazing. Oh, I am now, yeah. If you, I tell you what, if that non-man, you'd have been cut off by now. But this isn't my show, so I don't care. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that's what Craig thinks of this show. <sighs> Amazing. Absolutely. Is the pub singer so, coming back, by the way? The what? The pub singer. The pub singer. Is the pub singer coming back? Uh, like, we, we heard he was murdered, but... That could be a false rumour. 
I think he could come back if the uh, money was on the table. Yeah, there's no money on the yeah, table. You can tell by people. Nick's internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know what the problem is? I'm in a house with legit two, true story with two internet connections, two two actual internet connections, free Wi-Fi connections, and this my my hub decides that it's going to give me the best available one at every uh, every time as I move. And so it keeps flip-flopping between, like, three different connections. Well, then stupid. sit still. It doesn't work. No, I can't do that. Why? That, I'm, not, I'm not that professional. Like, should we get on to the mouse's head? We wouldn't know. Oh, crap, I'd forgotten about like... this. Oh, yes, we're talking. You see, like... you've completely pulled the curtain back. I haven't thought about this, Craig, since you told me about it this afternoon, by the way. So we're going on to our alphabet game leave, now. Leave me last. And it's I... I, I, and because we've got Leo as a universal aficionado. Well, that's debatable again. Uh, we're going to do universal eyes instead of Disney eyes. I've got to say, um, I mean, normally this game is fairly hard anyway, but I, I did think this, for some reason, was particularly hard. But I've got one, so it's all good. Yeah, I've got one. So I'll, um, I'm going to go first because I don't want to have my one stolen from me. Fair enough. I haven't That's got one, enough, so I'm not going to steal it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say Islands of Adventure. Oh, yeah, there's the oh. obvious one. <laughs> oh, uh, what about Islands of Adventure, Craig? What about it? It's a half-day park at best. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to, you're you're trying to lump Islands of Adventure in the same... The same Pot as uh, Hollywood Studios oh, and Animal it. Kingdom. No, it's not. No, you're I, right. I, Hollywood I, Studios isn't even a half day park. Well, you're right there. Yeah. Currently, currently, it's a fantastic park. It's and there's still things in there that we haven't done. There's still things in there like the the talking fountain. I love that. Mm. That we didn't even do, see it this year. I've always wanted to do the pterodactyl flying things, whatever they're called. Pteranodon. It's very good. It is. That's it's just, it. it's really, really slow loading. Mm. And there's... These are average. There does seem to be these little paths everywhere that you just don't go down. You ever been in front of little the Discovery Centre? Like down by the lagoon? Because that's stunning down there. No, I haven't, no. Just go um, down the side of the like. If you carry, if you're coming through from Toon Lagoon, carry on, and then there's like a little path just past the Discovery Center before you go in over the bridge into the Wizarding World, and it takes you out round in the front, and there's like a big sort of jetty area in front of the Discovery Center. You can see the whole of Islands of Adventure out in front. It's really, really cool. Nobody ever goes there. What I like, what I love about Islands of Adventure. And the best example of this that I can talk about is probably this one. But when you're walking through Jurassic Park, okay, when you're going through that whole area and then you end up um, at Hogsmeade, that, that is... The reveal. Not only the reveal, right, but the, the thing that I think is key to that, right, is the music. Yeah. So you're in Jurassic Park and you've got the you know famous Jurassic Park theme, right? And then just as you start to cross over that bridge, it changes. It just stops all of a sudden. 
but it's seamless. It just goes from one to another. You 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 can just about notice it, but it's so magical. One minute you're there, one minute you're not. That I think is incredibly clever. What I don't like about Islands of Adventure is I still think Toon Lagoon is just an oddity. Yeah. Just doesn't fit in with anything. I think the rides are all right. If you want to but... talk about the music in Islands of Adventure, and I don't think they do it anymore, but um, the way because we actually spoke to the guy on the on the podcast who composed that music, uh, William Kidd. And it was set up where it was like half a dozen different pieces of music played at different points up part of entry, but they all blended together so it didn't matter where you were. It never sounded like two separate pieces of music. It would always sound like a cohesive piece of music. Oh. It's very, very clever, but I don't think they play it as it should do now, which is disappointing. Is that in your, that's in your archive somewhere, isn't it? Uh, that show is still hasn't seen the light of day since we moved oh, over me. to Mice Chat, so, but it, it is one I'm, I know a lot of people have asked for, so it will, be, it will go back up at some point. There you go. It's a good show, that one. It's one of my favourite episodes. Yeah. It's up there with me Joe's show. Yeah. That, that's one I have to go back and listen to because uh, I missed that ride. I wish Jaws began with I because then my, my <laughs> I would have been Jaws. But it doesn't. So there is a very obvious I. Craig got the most obvious I. And there's, a, there's another very obvious I. But because I'm feeling generous to Lee, I'm going to like pitch it up and let him head that one in. No, because I have I, no I, idea. I. <laughs> no, you have no idea. Exactly. Okay. My eye is going to be Icon. Okay. Oh. And the, so, because, I mean, to me, there's two, I suppose, icons I, I think of when I think of Universal as a result, as a park. The first one is one I bleat on no end about is King Kong. Okay. Kong was the original icon of, of Universal. He was on all the advertisements. He was on all the promotional material. The logo was Hulk. That was uh, Kong. Um, Hulk? And, That's H. Um, <laughs> if you want. And, um, you know, so he was always a forefront. And as I mentioned before, Kong was the reason that I first wanted to go to the theme park. That Kong, because that original Kong ride was fantastic. But see, the thing is, right? Do you know, like, so I've never revealed this before. The reason why I was so obsessed clothes? with King Kong. What? No. The reason why I was so obsessed with King Kong when I was a small child. You like bearing bananas? in mind when the film came out. Shut up. Was because <laughs> when I was about six or something, I saw King Kong Lives. Yeah. Now, if anyone's seen it, it's the biggest piece of shit you'll ever see. It's a terrible, terrible film. But to a six-year-old. Yeah. I was just like, that's like King Kong's amazing. And I, then I went back and saw the, the original version. Um, and I went to the... We, there used to be a London museum called the Museum of the Moving Image, which is all about film. Is and that they the, had, does that still exist, or is it gone? No, it's gone. Yeah. When, when about um, 1999... Um, and they had in there the original, or at least one of the original puppets of King Kong that was from the 1933 film. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it was impressive as well. Yeah, it closed in 99 because they were just hyping up the Iron Giant. They had a Warner Brothers exhibit. 
and they were talking about the Iron Giant coming out, and I was looking forward to that. Um, yeah, so so Kong was the icon of Universal Studios for a hell of a long time. I don't really think there's an icon now for for that for Universal as a result. Woody but Woodpecker for Halloween Horror Nights. Woody Woodpecker. No, it's no got to no. be Harry Potter. Let's but, be honest. That's the icon now. No, no, no Spider Man. Yeah, when you see the adverts, if you see an advert, you see one where it could be Harry Potter. You see one where it could be Shrek. You see one where it could be Spider-Man. Or you see that advert where each of them takes their turn in front of the Universal logo. There's no one icon anymore. Spider-Man's like the stick, isn't it? UURP, that's the icon. (laughs) It's an iconic podcast, but I'll grant you that. Oh, thanks, Nick. Um, You don't have to say that, honestly. um, It's my my third favourite podcast. He only listens to three. Behind (laughs) Tell Him, Steve Dave and the Archers. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> no, no, no. That Jesus begins with J, so like George, you can't have that. Um, and of course, who's the icon for Halloween Horror Nights? Jack. 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 That's a J. Yeah, but but he's the icon for Halloween Horror Nights. That's the point. Um, yeah. And I hope he does a meet and greet again this year while you're there, because I remember when we went and he did a meet and greet. And I didn't know you went to Halloween Horror Nights. Twenty ten. Oh, what year was I, daily? Uh, twenty, twenty thirteen, and twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we went. To, yeah, we went to the twentieth anniversary. That was was that was that, was like that the Fear one? That was the one with yes. Fear at the end of the main. Icon, icons of Fear. Yes, and it was uh, Freddy, Jason, Leatherface, Jack. Um, yeah, because my wife was petrified the whole night. We went in uh, two haunted houses. What? Yeah, because... How many did they have? Was it like eight? Uh, Yeah, they always do eight. Yeah, there was was a lot. And we did a few of the scare zones and that. But, yeah, she just just didn't jive a bit at all. I I mean, to be fair, I think I was living off a bit of her fear at first, because even I was like, ooh. But um, as the night went on, and you kind of got used to what was going on uh, around and walking through the scare zones and um, different areas, you kind of got a bit more used to it and you decided to find it funny. But I think the thing is, like for British people, we don't really have that horror culture. Do you want to know we something? Really I think it, you'd so. be surprised how big the scare industry is in this country at the moment. I think. Oh, no, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely improving. It's definitely becoming uh, more and more. But um, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, compared to America, it, it's it's you know completely different. Well, yeah, it's a bigger but, country. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. But at the same time, Lindsay said that she would definitely go back to Halloween Horror Nights just to see the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure show. Apparently, this year's is awful. Oh, it's been panned. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's all Kim uh, Kardashian and Kanye West. Kim oh, Kardashian. Okay. Kim Kardashian. Who gives a bleep? Um, Just so you know, by the yeah. way, Nick, talking about Jack, I, I know him. You know him? Yes, we're friends you know with him. He's, he's he's cool. He's cool. And has he I always like been Jack? Yep. The, the gentleman who plays Jack? Yes. Wow. Ever since That's the very cool. first year that Jack ever existed. That's nice, isn't it? Wow. Um, so he's a bit like uh, the guy who played Jason. Yeah. Oh, we should get his own film. I mean, as a bit of a as a bit of a plug for my other podcast, um, we've got a f- the Frequent Fear podcast. It is it's basically a scare industry podcast that I'm doing with a friend of mine, uh, Lee Conway. We're hoping to sit down um, for our November first episode with Michael Roddy, who 
anyone who knows anything about Disney will know he's an Imagineer at Disney at the moment, was the head of Halloween Horror Nights for 10 years, and he was the guy that created the Jack Icon. That is a good show. I enjoy that show. And it's in the new and noteworthy, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, yeah. Places places and travel on iTunes. I'm looking forward uh, which, to Which, of course, one. is another eye, which leads us carefully over to Mr. Malaby. We're all about segues on this show, as you can tell. <laughs> We've given you a bit one. of time. I've tipped one up for you as well. We're literally dropping the hint there as well. Um, so, Lee, what's your eye? Well, I think the one that you were touting me was the Incredible Hulk coaster. Yeah, I think that. But that's not where I'm going. Oh. <gasps> oh. Careful. Now, anyone that knows me knows that probably the biggest franchise that Universal own and have in their parks at the moment is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I am a massive pot ahead. Okay. Even down to the fact that I have the Dark Mark tattoo. On his helmet? No, it's not on my helmet. I don't have a helmet because I don't ride bikes. Um, (laughs) Other helmets are available. (laughs) I'm going to go interactive ones. Oh, interactive. Ones. Now I Leather. think very good. What talking about helmets? As as you, what Universal? <laughs> Jesus, you're trying to be serious on this thing. You just can't do it. No, go on. No, that's that's a brilliant idea. Um, you know, Universal seem to sit back and watch what Disney do, and go, I like that idea. How can we make that better? And they kind of took what Disney have been doing with um. Source of the Magic Kingdom, that type of thing. And I mean, I heard a story, I think it was on the WDW fanboys when they were still about, that they actually saw a, a, a mentally challenged, and I say mentally challenged, not really, he was just a weirdo, walk into the Magic Kingdom, <laughs> it's right, with a, a like a, a wizard's robe on, <laughs> it might have been, um, and he put Velcro on the back of all his Sorcerer's the Magic Kingdom card, and he'd put the other end of Velcro on the end of a cheap plastic wand. So when he needed to battle the... I mean, I've never done it, so I don't really know. I know it's like an interactive screen, isn't it? He would stick the Velcro on his wand to the Velcro on the back of the card and actually cast the spells with his wand. And he's like a 30-odd-year-old bloke. We've all done it. Yes, but Craig, you use your other wand. Yeah, the one with the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I think, you know, any kid walking in, in the Wizarding World, what do you want to do more than anything else is you be able to do magic. I mean, we took we took our kids two years ago and Jade actually got picked for the Ollivanders experience. Which is poo. No, I like what? it. I like it. Oh, yeah, I like it. I like that it. Was two hours of my life. Yeah, well, that's back. the problem, that the queues were massive. We queued an hour and a half for it. But... Um, she came out and she bought her wand. Um, we had quite a fight that night with her because it didn't work. Well, what was the point? Her actual words were, what's the point in buying it then? Could have said that before you bought it, love. Yeah, we should have said that before you, I was $40. But that's yeah. the, it, <laughs> it was more like 40 But that's that's the point. Now you can go to your kids while you can buy that wand and it will do things. I mean, I haven't done it, but we're, we're going to get one just to try it out. I want it for the map, to be quite honest, if it, more than anything. I think that'll make a good framed picture up on the wall. And I don't think they're massively expensive. Craig, have you done it? No. I, I, this year we went with the in-laws... So it was a totally different line of us. You couldn't, you didn't have time to 
to, our kids both wanted ones, and we we said no. You tight bastard. We were in um, the shopping mall that you call uh, diagonal. I wish you pronounced it properly. <laughs> for, for approximately forty minutes, and we didn't go in any shop. We bought two version, two varieties of ice cream. You're a heathen. And we did the ride, and we left. And I think you'll be surprised at how little there is to do in there. There's not go. that much to do in Hogsmeade, yet we spent multiple hours in there last time we were there. But, Craig, how can you go in and not watch the shows, not see the, the Tales of Beadle Abad? Or... Because if you've just missed the show, then you've got to stand around waiting for the next one. No, you haven't you go yeah. and do something else and then come back? Uh, you don't get a good spot, you don't get in. Yeah. Jesus. You're I mean, a barrel of laughs, you, you two going on holiday. Sorry, kids, you can't do this because it's just finished and I'm not waiting around, so bollocks. Hogsmeade as well. I mean, it's just full of Americans just walking around <laughs> looking so at Craig, America. Craig, you do realise you're in America, don't you? You're one of those people. You can't get anywhere. You can't move because they just go up and in front of you. Nah, it's not that bad. Also, can I point out as well, Butterbeer is absolutely rubbish. What? Oh, yeah, it's rubbish. No, it isn't. It's, it's not It's not nice. I have, have you had LeFou's brew, Nick? That's better. No, 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 no it's not. No, 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 no it's no, not. That is the biggest cash grab because it's like, oh, but Universal are making millions and millions of dollars on this butter. What can we do? We'll take something that we've already made over in uh, California, call it something else and put that out and it's just apple juice with a... Like it was nice. Sperm form on the top. I love sperm. <laughs> it doesn't. So. Oh, I, Jesus. Just, it doesn't. Butterbeer. Yeah, sperm. Butterbeer. It's just not what, very nice. But it, like, which just, one have you had, Nick? Um, I Well, in Orlando, we had the frosted version. Right, that's the nicest on. one. Um, yeah. And in uh, when we did the studio tour yeah don't even that's not even that doesn't even exist right just wipe that out because tracy tracy's no the one at the studio tour is is not even anything like the proper thing no it's not because no it's not it's nothing like it no it's vile it's like rusty rusty tap water it was diarrhea in a cup yeah it's not nice it's nothing like the regular i don't like the regular out in orlando but the stuff in the studio tour is nothing like it it's tasteless. It no, it's not. No. Nothing like it. It's not even... The stuff in Orlando, the regular, is quite a thick, syrupy-type yeah. drink. That stuff, like like Tracy just said, oh, it was no, rusty it was, tap water. It was water. quite liquidy. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't very thick. No, it was nasty. And, and the frosty one is frosty. Isn't Apparently, it? the hot's the nicest. Yeah, I'm disappointed by the ice cream. There's not enough um, flavour in it. Apparently, it's hit and miss. It depends when you get it. If they can have more of that butterbeer swirl in it. Yeah. Well... The pineapple thing in Magic Kingdom pisses all over it. Oh, what a doll whip! Yeah, yeah, but that's not even Disney's thing, is it? Anyway, you can get a doll whip anywhere. Well, not literally anywhere, but you can certainly get them off property. Yes. Yeah, you are right there. Yeah, I'll give you that. We'll give you that. But wait until yeah, the rumour. The rumour going around at the moment's more than one, but whatever. Well, we won't. Who's counting? Um, uh, the rumour is that the so the next the, <laughs> the next one's going to be uh, Butterbee a fudge. Oh, are you? Nick uh, sounds woo. Uh. Yeah. Do you? Uh, 
Do you pack for? Oh, I knew you were going to say they can't. <laughs> I'll set them up, Craig. You knock them in. Uh, Have we been I going long we... enough now? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think. I think we've covered enough. I, I think. I think our brain cells are dead. Um, so I suppose. Well, thank you for listening. If you've listened this far, <laughs> yeah. deserving a award. We don't give them out, but have some kudos anyway. Lee, thank you for guesting on. You're more than welcome. Um, at short people, notice, yeah. At, at short notice as well. If people, I mean, I'm sure anyone who listens to this piece of crap <laughs> listens to your show. And if they don't listen to your show, can you just remind people where they can find you? Or shows. Or shows, yeah. Uh, the other one's a bit more of a niche, but yeah, with the the unofficial Universal Orlando, Orlando oh, I can't even say it. I can't because I'm saying it that much. The unofficial Hello. Universal Orlando podcast. We are officially the longest running Universal Orlando podcast ever, and the best. Um, yes, and that oh, was that even is. that's even in print. I will say that is in print because it is in Seth Kaberski's book that we are by Seth Kaberski the best. Haven't podcast. you been nominated for the UK Podcast Award? Yeah, so that? were you, and we both didn't win. Oh. Oh, were we nominated? Yes, you yeah, were. We you were nominated. nominated for best. There was only you and someone else for best places and travel. Yeah, you came second out of two. Out of two, <laughs> we lost to the Bookings dot com podcast. Can you believe it? Um. So yeah, we're on All iTunes. We're on Libsyn. We're on Facebook. Pretty much just search either unofficial Universal Orlando podcast or UUO podcast. Now, while you're actually on um, vacation, as they call it. At Universal this time around, are you going to try and make it the official Universal Orlando <laughs> podcast, or are you going to just stick to the unofficial one that you do? I think we're just going to stick with unofficial for the time being. Craig knows the story. Yeah, Universal. Yeah, do me adding. And then my other one, <laughs> if you're interested in Halloween Horror Nights, like I said, uh, I do a scare industry podcast with a friend of mine, Lee Conway, where it's basically for anyone who knows the season pass podcast, we kind of took their idea and we get a guest on once a month and rather than talk about a specific attraction it's more about their history in the scare industry it's like two northern men and an american no because we've had two british guests and one american so far while they're eating hovis bread lee is lee is very very northern i'll give him that he's proper yorkshire their whippets it's all about going down mill We've only done we've done three episodes so far. We've had uh, Gary Crompton on from G&G Entertainment. We had Russ McCamey on from McCamey Manor, and anyone who knows anything about scare attractions will know who Russ McCamey is. They were very good. So all I, four of you will know him. <laughs> I don't know any of the people he's just mentioned. And then we had um, Stuart. The shows were brilliant. Yeah, Stuart Beer on last who runs Tully's Farm, which is the biggest screen park in in the UK. And where's that? Is that the south of England? Yeah, it's down Surrey Way. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't know about that. But yeah. it's, uh, it's the south. It's the biggest. It's the biggest and longest running scare park in the country. That is why. That's why shows are like good. So you hit the nail on the head, Craig. Like when you said, "Well, you know, those people that Lee mentioned, I don't know." But that's why it's good because sometimes it's the unknown element of who those people are what they're going to say is what makes the show so riveting yeah and the, like, the thing is bloody boring it's it's <laughs> it's been it's only since i've sort of got in with lee because lee runs his own scare industry company um that we went to um scarecon which is like a comic con for the scare industry that it's a lot bigger in this country than i realized mm. if craig had got go. out of work last week he would have done one of their scare attractions but he had to go and drive a friggin train you well, would, well, well no, it's a virgin train, it's not a friggin' train. 
other <laughs> other trains are available, but not as good or as reliable. And that you podcast called the, the Frequent Fear Podcast, by the way, I didn't say that. And that's the same place, it's all on iTunes or whatever. You wouldn't go for a poo and scare on, would you? Because you'd be sitting there on the toilet, and there'd be like a zombie coming over your eye. No, it's not like that. A clown's hand coming under. <laughs> we got to see the Circus of Horrors, which was pretty cool. It's the first time I've ever seen him. Oh, dearie me. But on, on that kind of bombshell, I suppose we should say goodbye. And um, I suppose we'll next hear from Craig after his uh, quick stopover in Orlando. Yes, thank you. And uh, listen out for Lee's stopover in Orlando as well. Three weeks yesterday. Coming soon after. Yeah. I'm going to press the button now to do the tune. Do 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 do